And we're back. Guys, I gotta really apologize. I have not uh made a video in the last couple weeks. I have been um I have been lacking in my video making my my docu-vlog of my rise to comedy, acting, and writing. Um so what's been going on the last few weeks? Uh on Friday I did the uh, comedy show that I was talking about at the uh, VFW in Denton, Texas. It was a lot of fun. I did a 10-minute set. Um, I believe that I did very, very well. Um, and that's only affirmed from the different people that came up to me and told me how well I did. And, uh, you know, it's not that that's not nice to hear anything, but that's not really what motivates me. What really motivates me the most is um, striving to be the best and being excellent and creative and really separating myself. You know, if there was a hundred different comics or a hundred different anything in a room, I, I want, I really, part of what I do and part of who I am is to always set myself aside um, in a different way. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, different is better um, for the right reasons. Uh, and, and I, I believe that I did that, um, you know, I'm not saying this in a condescending way, not saying this in a bad way, but every place that I go, everything that I do, uh, having to do with comedy, I want to make sure that I'm, that I get the loudest laugh and the most amount, maybe, and even if it's not the most amount, definitely the highest, like if they're on a one to 10 scale, I've said this before, but I'll say it again on a one to 10 scale, if they were laughs. 10 being uh, the loudest laugh someone ever had in their whole lives, uh, their whole life or whatever, and one being complete silence. I want it to be consistently the highest number possible for every single laugh, you know, because I, I do accents and I'm all over the stage and I'm acting out my jokes and um, uh, I'm just talking like not just verbally, but like physically, like with my body and everything like that. Um and uh, my pitch, I speak low, and then I speak high, and then I get closer to the crowd, and then further away from the crowd. I really want to set myself out. And I know I know, I did that, um, but I was telling my wife something. It's really, it's kind of, it's not that easy to objectively evaluate yourself in a positive way, even if that is the fact, because it can come across as arrogant or cocky. And I'm not doing that, I promise. I promise you I'm not, but I, I felt that uh, I performed um, according to what I want to do. I would say with my standards of, of my goal, that I met my goal, that I was the best. I was better than everybody else, but that doesn't mean that I was better than everybody else um, as far as... Um, maybe the material or the audience or something. That's just for my standard. Now, if there were 10 people doing all the things that I did, well, then it'd be a lot harder to challenge. But but in my opinion, the best to me is those criteria. So in short, I was the best for those reasons. I was the best because I was the most different. I was the best because I believe that I had the loudest laughs. I was the best because I think I had the most amount of laughs. Um, but... If the criteria were different, well, then it could have been somebody else. But those are my criteria, and I believe that, that was me. I didn't stay for everybody else. Um, but again, um, 
I don't want that to come across as like a cocky or a bad or arrogant or something like that. I'm just saying my goal every single time is always to be the best uh, in every single place that I perform at. And that means that I'm different than everybody else. I checked that box. I was louder than everybody else. I definitely checked that box. Um, and I believe that I had the, the loudest laughs. Um, I believe the most amount... Um, but I'm just super analytical about everything that I do. So, um, you know, and, and I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm looking very blue, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like not being able to objectively um, notice that or even talk about it would be disingenuous. And I don't want to do that. I know I'm using a lot of big words. Um, so what's been going on lately? That's been going on. Um, what else do we got? Uh, sorry about that. Anyway. Um, what else do we got going on? Um, yeah, there was some other stuff. Oh yeah, I, I, I learned something. I'm a shitty audience member. Um, I have this horrible thing that I do and, and it's kind of like a double-edged sword so when I go to see comedy, I, I think it's very disingenuous if people laugh at stuff that's not funny for me. Um, and the reason why is because I really I need to know what works. That way I can build off of it and make it better. So I don't do that for other people. Like if I hear a guy, I don't give sympathy laughs. And that's not because I don't think they're funny. Well, that definitely would be one reason. But But it's because... I have to have like an emotional connection and response with the joke to laugh. That's just, you know, I'm always like amazed at just like the miracle. And it is like the the scientific uh, creation and everything. It's not just, haha, it's funny. It's, it's a laugh. The fact that you can actually like make an emotional response in somebody and have them open up their mouth and make, make the sound of a laugh like, ha, 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 ha. What is that? It's just such a weird thing, you know, if you think about it. Getting deep on this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, I, you know, my wife, she made a comment to me that I always look like I'm bored when I listen to other comedians. That's kind of the case. And that's not, but it's not, it, it's not that I'm, I'm bored. It's just that, um, I think I have a very select style of, um, uh, of thinking what is funny. I like a lot of dark humor. Uh, and I went to watch this comedy show. There were a couple people that said a lot, a couple of jokes that I thought were really, really funny, and I did laugh. But I don't. I think it's very disingenuous to to give like a false positive. You know what I'm saying? And even if I'm not, that doesn't mean that the person wasn't funny. That just means that I don't like. I don't like their sense of humor. Not that I dislike it, but just that. Um, uh. Just that I didn't think that stylistically their type of funny is what makes me laugh. And that's it. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? I mean, everybody has different styles of humor. Um, but me, I, I kind of like like roasting and making fun of people and making fun of myself and, and storytelling and all that stuff. I don't really do one-liners. Um, there was this one guy, he was telling us some good stories uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever get into other people's jokes. Um, but they, I, I, I really liked them. It was really, really good. Um, 
And this other girl had this one joke. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Um, about like when you eat too much, basically like having to wear sweatpants. I know, I know, I did. I just said I wouldn't talk about it, but I'm I'm kind of riffing right now, more or less. So, uh, but it was it was so funny. Um, it, it was it was. I just had a lot of a lot of good fun. It was a great experience. So, next show that I got, I have a show coming up. Um, new the new big mission. Uh, is a comedy show for 10 minutes set in Waco, Texas. I'm excited about doing that. I believe it's like June 16th. So I'll make sure to put out like an advertisement or something like that about it just to, you know, uh, get myself out there more. I also am going to be working into getting into a, uh, a comedy festival in Montana. It would be such a blessing. Um, you know, I I'm such a big critic about myself. And, um, you know, I always do... In the in the army, they they do something called an after action report. I'm not really sure if they still do that. My buddy said they don't, but regardless, I do. So an after action report is basically saying like three good things and three bad things that you did. And I'm such a big critic of myself, and I'm so analytical. I already, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm such a perfectionist, and and I always want to uh, to not just be the best. That um. I can easily find find the negatives very quickly. And, and I really don't give myself credit for the positives. And I'm okay with that because the positives don't necessarily make me better. It's the negatives that do. So that I can constantly work on those uh, negatives to make them positive. You know, I want everything to be so perfect. And if I just say one word, one breath, one one movement, one anything wrong, I completely beat myself up over it. But you know what? That's good. Because that's what makes champions... I believe that you truly have to be obsessed. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't go to bed till midnight that night. Uh, not because I, I did so poorly, but just because there was just a few things that I knew I could have done better at. I didn't do it. And I really do, um, uh, you know, obsessed is such a, a strange word. I wasn't going to say I obsess over it. I know I do. But when you say the word obsess, it really has like a negative connotation, you know? Because in order to be the best, you got to be obsessed with it. In order to um, really, really, in, in order to get wet, you got to jump in some water. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I just think it, it, it absolutely consumes me, and I love it so much, and it's such a great gift. If somebody had a horrible day or a really good day, there's if I could just give that gift. I told my wife this. I know it sounds like it's on the back of a Hallmark card or some crap like that, but if I could just create, if I could create joy and bring it into somebody's life, what greater gift could that be? Aside from that, uh, getting paid for it, that way I could do it full time, that would be... That would be the best. That would be the greatest gift. Um, and that's what I'm working forward and working towards and everything like that. But um, what was I saying? Um, oh, yeah, obsessed. So I had a buddy of mine make a comment about someone that he thinks is OCD, which means obsessive compulsive disorder. Well, you know, honestly, I got to talk with that guy again. And the reason why is because I believe... You know, Joe Rogan, he made a comment about, you know, comedians have addictive personalities. I guess in that aspect, he would be talking about successful comedians, but he's also talked about that for successful people. So with that being mentioned, if there was a trait for people to use, 
it could be used in a negative light, but to be used in a positive way, I believe that obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, OCD, doesn't just have to be about cleanliness, you know, or, or something like that, um, is the greatest number one trait, keyword obsessed, obsessive, if it's something positive, if it's something that you want to make as your life goal, if it's something that you want to push yourself forward, if you want to push yourself towards that direction, you know, um, I really believe that every accomplishment that you make, you have to use that momentum of that accomplishment into your next momentum and continue to push that next one. And once you get that next accomplishment done, you take the momentum of that next win and you push it towards your next one and on and on. And you don't stop. Um, ever. But what I'm saying about is OCD. If that's what it is, well, I'm not going to say that I'm OCD, but I will say I'm because that has negative uh, uh, light on it, but I am obsessed. And I do have a very addictive personality, but I use it for the right things. I use it for the positive things. So, um, you know, I'm not just going to come and say that I'm OCD, but I will say that I'm obsessed. Strictly, again, just getting it out for the reason that um, it, it's it's kind of like a negative thing. But I will say this. I'm obsessed with comedy. I'm addicted to it. And um, a lot of other things. And you know what? Mentioning other things, I really truly know more than just believe. I believe it when you say, I believe. Um, it's taken by others when they hear it as a way of saying like, in my opinion. No. When I say believe, I'm saying I know. So let me just get that clearly out, out in the open. I believe, which means I know for me. Uh, just kind of like someone would say in a Christian faith. They're not saying in my opinion. They're saying they really believe that. Like in their opinion, it's at their core. It is fact to them. And this is fact to me. Um, that you have to be uh, balanced in comedy as well as other arts. And what I mean by that is that stuff like jujitsu, stuff that uh, diversifies your portfolio, so to speak, doing different things, getting different experiences, is and being more balanced in other areas uh, of the arts, of relaxation, of meditation, and stuff like that. Yes, I said meditation. Meditation is just a way of basically saying, clearing your thoughts and doing something mindless. It could be watching a television show without necessarily having to follow along with like the storyline and stuff like that, you know? It could be shooting your bow or doing archery or swimming or just doing something mindless, something that you're not really like thinking about, you know? Uh, that it's relaxing to the mind, not necessarily engaging, but just engaging to the fact that you're you're being mindless. So, uh, and I think that's really, really important um, because I truly believe and know that um, those different by by let's just say somebody did a hundred percent only comedy and that's it they didn't do anything else I'm sure he could be successful to an aspect maybe but all of my favorite comedians and stuff like they fly like Bill Burr he flies a helicopter Joe Rogan he loves hunting and cooking and stuff like that and all those different experiences all those different things that you do I do those also and I do it partially because of my belief. Um, not, I'm not saying I fly helicopters, um, but I, I, I do all of these other different things and I have all these other different balances in, I'm going to say the arts. I'm gonna, what I mean by the arts is in, in areas that, that I truly believe 
are are more on the creative side of doing things. Um, so, you know, whether it is um, shooting my bow or going on a walk or, or doing anything that's more on the creative side uh, or the more balanced side and stuff that can just open your mind and free your thoughts and relax, I believe all those things will truly make you better at that thing that you're obsessed at, which in my case, addicted, etc., uh, is comedy. You know, I can't turn off who I am. That's my life force. That's who I am. And um, there, I, I can't and I won't and I love uh, comedy and um, not managing it, not necessarily watching it, but doing it. Doing it is like, it is the best feeling ever, I'm telling you. And, uh, you know, I actually was supposed to get paid for that show that I did. Uh, like 20 bucks. But you know what I told the guy, this really nice guy, great guy, um, is that I got paid in laughter. Apparently, I left before getting paid. I wasn't really worried about it. Um, of course, I want to do it for money eventually, uh, even now. You know, I always I always want it now. But, um, but the thing is, is that, uh, like, I'm telling you, getting paid to be able to do it full time would be the biggest blessing. However... Knowing that I'm already getting, receiving people's laughter and bringing like joy, I'm telling you, it is like, it's just the best feeling. Like, and it's not, it's weird because it's not like a gratifying feeling. You know, I'm trying to really explain this as well as I can, but I, uh, I love making people laugh, actually, correction, more than receiving that laughter, you know? Uh, receiving the laughter is secondary, but my primary is making them laugh. I just, I love making people laugh. I'm telling you, um, you know, it's so weird because the more that you try to like open up and it's like unraveling like a, a ball of yarn and the more you unravel it, the harder and longer and more like a knot, it's kind of tied up together. Um, and it, it's really hard to explain, but my primary love uh, as far as comedy goes, it's not like, I don't give to receive. I give to give, uh, to give the, the, the laughter and stuff, to give the, the material and the audience what they want. Um, but the secondary, I love a secondary too, which is when they laugh. Um, because it's not really about me. You know, I, I heard somebody say one time, and and I truly think about this all the time now, and use it with all my material. You really want to respect the audience's time. You got to respect their attention span and their level um, of attentiveness and whatnot. And with that being mentioned, I, I would not ever just stand up on stage. And, and I'm not saying try new material. I mean, if I had, like, let's just say I had five minutes, I only had two minutes of material. I just wouldn't stand around and just talk about nothing for a few minutes. That would be wasting their time. And I don't want to do that. So that's why I strive on all my days, whether it is um, on my writing or on stage or everything, to have everything be so tight, have everything be so good so that I don't waste their time. Because uh, I really, I really want to respect my audience in the same way they would show respect to me by giving me their time to be able to make them laugh. So I'm going to end this one strong, going about 20 minutes now. Um, if you like this video, I, I really hope that you did. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Binge Well Done. Check me out on uh, Instagram at Benja, B-E-N-J-A. 
Weldon, W-E-L-L-D-O-N-E. Second I pop off this video, turn it off, I'm going to um, uh, start working on uh, my writing. So, love you guys very much. Hope you guys have a great day. I'm Ninja Weldon. Peace. I'm out.